With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Common Law Wise Words. It is roughly 9 p.m. on April 14th of 2021. <clears throat> if anybody wishes to uh, talk or join in the conversation, just raise your hand. I believe it's star two or star six, something like that. There's JD. What's up, JD? Yo, good evening. How you JC doing? and everybody. Doing all right, man. Just finished dinner and uh, catching up on messages and just jumping on here with you guys. Looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming out. I, I had to self-censor a video this today. I noticed that. I... Uh, I'm almost done watching. I think I got nine minutes left. It's an awesome, it's an awesome uh, piece of content you put together, man. Great job on it. I really <clears> like <throat> the the uh, the production value, man. The way uh, the way you got the screen and the and the way that you, you did the interview and stuff, and then of course the content. It's great. Well, yeah, it looks like halfway professional almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I like the way you. You know, I like one of the things I like <clears throat> lately is the way you've been kind of slipping in, you know, little bits of education, you know, as you just kind of have conversation and commentary about things. And you just, you know, you kind of slip in like a an element of, of teaching. It's, it's real, real good. I like it. I think it's effective. Well, well it's kind of like uh, what... what... <laughs> Epstein was talking about in that video, the best slaves are the people who don't think they're slaves. You know, the best way to educate people is to educate them when they don't think they're learning. Exactly. That's how it was. That's how it was done on the reverse side. You know, the, the subtle, the subtleties of um, subliminal messages and propaganda, the way that works is, you know, people don't realize that they're being de-educated, you know, so uh, yeah. we'll just do it in reverse and go back the other way. <laughs> I mean, they lost all the education by by getting too much entertainment, <laughs> amusement. Oh yeah, the, didn't you didn't you do a breakdown of that word? Yeah, in entertainment, one of your old videos? amusement. That was a that was a great 
Yeah, that was a great one. I I I remember that one. Muse, musing, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, Horse feathers says, quick, "Make but... them think it was their idea." <laughs> the muse and uh, deep thought. Okay, in Webster's 1828, deep thought, close attention or contemplation, which abstracts the minds from passing scenes. Absence of mind. Let's see here. To ponder, to think closely, to study in silence. To be absent in mind, uh, let me just read this one. To be absent in mind, to be so occupied in study or contemplation as to not observe passing scenes or things present. Is that amusement or entertainment? That is muse, just muse. To ponder, ponder so much that there's things going on around you that... um, you might not notice because you're so stuck in the moment. Yeah, well, and of course, this is why it's like I try and not write A as I write A very, very little. And it's because it can be used as a negative. So just like for muse, it's to be in deep thought, very concentrated. Obviously, amuse is, is no thought, no concentration. Exactly. And, and so you're talking about the letter, the letter A? Mm-hmm. So putting the letter a, a it's, it's just like yeah. the word atheist you know it's it's not theist and um or amoral it's not moral so it's not good morals or bad morals it's just not moral at all and one of the things that i love like whenever i'm debating with an atheist is i love to sit there and say just remember you're still just a theist <laughs> yeah so tara has hey, joined us i mean jc Hey, hey guys. Tara. Um, Tara. So, uh, hey, I've been gone. I know I'm back. Hello. Um, Hello. There, there was some discussion on our Telegram chat about exactly that, about the letter A, and it was the first time I had really considered it. But the person was saying partly that the letter A also, when it's not attached to the word, can be a negative. So, like, if something says a man instead of just man, it could mean, like, not the man or something. And I understand fully that when it's attached to the word, you use it as a prefix, it changes its meaning to a negative. But when are you saying you try to also just not use the letter A as an article, like the man? I mean, and then like a man. Like, as- like a man. Yeah. I mean, if you go and look at Webster's 1828, the dictionary that we always promote because Justice Scalia yeah. used it for original interpretation, um, the, just the letter A is going to have a page and a half dedicated to it. Um, and so there's a whole lot so of interpretations. Mean- there's a whole lot of different meanings. And you don't know how they're going to interpret it. Do you mean in the beginning of the book, not under the word, like the letter A, a page and a half? Do you mean like yeah, in the beginning under, of the book when they're the, talking about English? 
No, under the letter A, like when you get through how to uh, read and interpret and understand all the symbols and uh, different abbreviations that they use in that dictionary, uh, when you get to the actual letter A, there's about a page and a half. Okay. So, and, wow. right. so, so there's a lot of stuff that it can be interpreted as and a lot of meanings that can be given to it. So the words that, that I find to be the best to be used are words that have definitions in law because then obviously if you're writing a document in law, there, there's mainly one, one definition for it or uh, words that only have one definition. And this is why I always look up the word that I'm using, like, pretty much every single word is uh, because if I'm using any word that's a noun, then I'm going to make it a proper noun. And typically words that, <clears throat> that have noun meanings, um, the proper noun, it only has one meaning to that word. Interesting. Okay, thanks. I was arguing about it. Uh, what was your argument? Arguing. That like if you say there's a man or a moral man and an an amoral man, that that's two totally different things. That one has the prefix and one has, and to suggest my argument was that suggesting that a moral man and an amoral man were the same thing <clears throat> because they both use the letter A was. I, I was like, I think that's ridiculous. But I uninformed. I mean, I was just like, that seems crazy. Those two totally different things. Attaching it to the word, of course, it's a prefix. It changes it. But just putting the article in front of it and saying a man versus man doesn't uh, suddenly make it mean not was my argument. So but like if you were going to if you, Tara, if you were going to yeah. say, you know, I am a man or I am a woman. You know, there's a chance that because of the depth of the use of the letter A, that there could be some kind of message yes, that's I mean. misinterpreted or taken mm -hmm. the wrong way, but like with an implication, right, implied. And then, you know, as far as legal documents are concerned, you try to, or we try try to um you know express in, in in the clearest manner possible you know obviously you 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 can clear things up if there's any um misunderstandings you can clear things up through you know verbally going over it but you know if you want to try to come across as clearly as possible from the very beginning then then eliminate all of that color and so that you know that's that's one of this is an example of one of those things and um you know i kind of had the same reaction to it too it was like this is not how we're taught you know english in in uh, public school you know or you know just a standard upbringing we're not taught this this stuff but then obviously you know there's all these hidden you know hidden traps traps that can you know, cause problems later when, you know, even, even the, like, for example, the word, well, word, just all the stuff that we talk about, you know, the way we yeah. miss on, mishear things and all that. So anyway, the, the, the word A could be, could be taken 
the, the wrong way. So if there's a chance and, yeah. you know, you can just delete it. <clears throat> yeah, Which I mean, seems so crazy to me, but yeah. Typically I mean, what I do yeah. is, is I see how the, how it sounds without the A, what is the A supposed to signi signify? Like, is it supposed to signi signify that it's singular? Like I am a man. Okay. So right. why, why not just say like, I am one man and that way it, mm -hmm. it can't be ambiguous at all. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It just sounds, uh, it sounds less simple to me sometimes because it's not the way we normally speak. Do you know what I mean? And so hey, everybody's I, I know like, exactly keep it simple. And mean. I'm like, yeah, I'm like saying amen seems more simple to me than saying in some other context like one man. But anyway, that's actually pretty simple. But you know what I mean? I was like, just, yeah. But anyway, yeah, thanks. I think that's interesting. I need to go read that, the, all the meanings of the word A. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if you got the Webster's 1828, you should go read every single letter in the alphabet and what the meaning of that letter is and where it originated from and how it came to be in existence, the etymology of it. You know, because I mean, <clears throat> letters are more than just letters, they're symbols, you know, so every letter in the alphabet is a different symbol and comes from a different history and a different time and a different place. And so when you start putting those symbols together, they create a thought like a word. And, um, right. and then you start putting those thoughts together and they create a bigger thought like a sentence. And then you start putting those sentences together and they create a bigger thought like a paragraph and then you start putting those paragraphs together and they create a bigger thought like a book <laughs> yep i never even thought about the fact that letters might have meanings besides a because i think of a as like the article you know a and and the just they're just words that are simple little words i don't know i never i never i don't know i would have never looked up the letter b <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, most most people wouldn't think about that. I I would say most people that I tell that every letter ha is a symbol that has meaning to it. You know, they've never thought about that either. <clears throat> and I would imagine that Webster's 1828 is probably the last dictionary that really went through and gave a very rough, generalized, um, you know, definition. definition. Yeah, yeah, defining it as. So that's one of the reasons why I think Webster's 1828 is a pretty great uh, resource for, you know, just quickly looking up a lot of these words. Because you hear people, especially in the counterculture, they say, oh, you, you don't understand what they're saying in court. You got to go get a Black's Law dictionary. Well, Black's Law after the fourth edition isn't any good. So you got to go get, you know, a one to four edition. And, uh, uh, you know, Black Laws isn't that good. He, he stole all of his stuff from Bovier's dictionary. You got to go get the English Bovier's dictionary. Well, you know, before they started really writing legal dictionaries around the 1850s, everybody just spoke English law. There, there was no separate language just because you were going to go to court. It's like, this is why the Pleadings in English Act was established, so that it was really clear that all the courts of the state you know, all of the courts of the kingdom had to speak the language of the people that they were bringing before them. 
how does that affect to the fact that um you know there's so much so much of a you know we have this thing you know now with, called legalese i mean how, how does that affect that well i mean it's I still mean, why it's, why are they allowed to to use it well the reason they're allowed to still use english it is, uh, well no it's not english at all but the reason they're allowed to use it is because uh, let's just say we're going to go with some with a really really simple example let's just say that you don't have an attorney and they ask you all right, well, are you going to proceed pro se? Well, do you know what pro se means? No, but everybody's taught, no. well, it just means that you're going to represent yourself. So a lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to proceed pro se. Well, pro se is a legalese word. There, there is no English word for pro se. I mean, they literally get that from prosecutor, right? They just cut out the cuter mm -hmm. part, right? Like you can't execute your pro se process, right? And um, as soon as you do that, well, you're you're signaling to them, you're giving them the ability to make the presumption that you know that legal language. I mean, you're responding to it, you're answering to it, you're not saying, "Hey, that that sounds crazy to me. What's going on here? I, I don't know what pro se means." So most people just take. I don't take speak your that, legalese. They would take that language, and they would, or they would take that that and and say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna act on that understanding of what i think pro se means and now i'm gonna assume assume li liability and 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 be pro se because that just means i'm gonna show up on my own and most people don't know that it actually means that they're contracting into the into their court and uh relinquishing their their rights and now they got to perform as if they were an attorney. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it means. I mean pro se the I, I would say the easiest way to kind of define what pro se is or means is um is pro se is basically you asking permission to represent yourself in their legal proceedings that are moving legally and not under law. And when when they agree that you can appear pro se what it's basically them doing is saying, well, because you're a party of interest in this particular action, we're going to allow you to proceed as an attorney, to proceed as if you were within our organization and society, and, um, and we're going to hold you to all of those standards, and we're going to allow you to do this without a license because it's your case, it's your cause, it's, you know, you have a direct interest in it. Okay, so they're basically allowing you to perform in that manner as an attorney. So it's like a temporary uh, bar bar license. Yeah, just for your case, you know. And that's why in all of the right. case law that you can look up on pro se and you know pro se being held to the same rules and standards as attorneys, uh, it'll all say yeah anybody who's representing themselves in a court is held to these standards. The only problem is, is that, you know, when a man or a woman's before the court, they're not representing themselves. If they, if they clearly state that they're present, you know, the court doesn't have that argument because I've seen prosecutors put that argument in papers and it never holds up. 
Does the pro se because it it's coming from the root of prosecutor mean that you're is that when you're prosecuting the case yourself? No, you're pro se. Like, is that when you're bringing a case? Okay, you, you can't execute any. They take out the execution part, right? Because you because you still have to rely on them to, to do the execution. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, but this isn't when you're a defendant. They wouldn't say that to you. Well, I mean, now we're no. They mixing, they allow but... defendants to be pro se. Okay, so it's not tied they lo- to prosecution in some way. Like, well, I mean, it's it's tied make, to prosecution. making sense. You know, it's just the first five letters of, of prosecute. You know, I mean, it's very obvious doing legal studies, like studying legal history, that um, <clears throat> that uh, pro se came from prosecute. Because you, you never saw it before <clears throat> they started really uh, civilizing the courts, like turning the common law courts into the civil administrative side. And that's when it starts popping up. I mean, even like around the turn of the century, going from the 19th to the 20th century, they were still calling in their codified books and this and that, that people could go and prosecute, you know, prosecute their their own cause. I, I believe that in South Carolina, still today, the statute says that you have the right to prosecute your own cause um, or defend your own cause. And they still use that word prosecute. Well, don't you want to be civilized, John? I'm pretty civilized. Don't we want to be civilized? (laughs) I don't know. It depends on how you're you're using that word. How are you using that word, sir? (laughs) I'm pretty civilized. I'm not using the word you are. You know, until it comes down with hanging out with a bunch of lawbreakers, then I might not be so civil anymore. Mm. Hanging out with a bunch of sovereign citizens calling themselves judges. Yeah, uh, what's up with that? Uh, my, uh, John. JJ. Yes. Okay, yes. okay we can hear you. Can you, you hear me? We can hear you now. Got you, man. <laughs> okay, Verizon, thank you. <laughs> Not Verizon. <laughs> that guy used to live near me. I used to see him in the grocery store all the time. I used to chuckle. You know, I see him over there getting his groceries and walking around the store. <laughs> just thinking, ah, I, nah, I don't want to go over and say it. I'll just leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I bet that he gets that enough in his life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that year when we're walking around. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> walking all over the yard. Yeah. That's crazy. But no, I, I, I don't use that word civilized. I, I'm not civilized. You can't even say you're nice anymore after looking up the the definition of nice and what yeah. it used to mean. You can't even say that. Yeah, we were looking at the etymology of the word nice, and nice actually <laughs> is really bad. It means the the exact opposite of what 
we believe it to mean. <laughs> now, let's see if I can pull that yeah, back there's up. Something, there's it, something it about the letter. naive, gullible, easily fooled. There's something, there's something about that letter C that sounds like an S. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that thing's all over the place. That thing's a tricky little sucker. <laughs> sucker with the yeah. C. Sucker with the C. <laughs> it just it it, it kind of it, it really like the word the the word awful means you know uh, to in today's speak you know it's it, it means something bad but you know yeah and like often I don't even think good. it was eighty years ago yeah. But awful actually means full of awe. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean a you know bad thing. It's it's, it's crazy. And, and this is why I think we have to like when we're writing any type of letters. I don't care if it's the AG, you know, notice of termination or anything. You know, at least you you got you gotta like go over every word that you're using to make sure there's no there's no way that they can say oh well this word has 19 different definitions and you know the one that i like best that fits my needs is number 18 <laughs> yeah 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 if it's the 18th one i wouldn't use that word because typically the first couple are the most general uses of it. Right. So nice as a adjective from etymology online dictionary. Uh, nice, foolish, ignorant, frivolous, senseless uh, from old English. Nice, careless, clumsy, weak, poor, needy, simple stupid, silly, foolish, wow. from Latin, nicius, ignorant, unaware, literally not knowing. So he's a nice guy that finished last. Wow. I wonder why he couldn't figure his way out of a wet paper bag. That's why and, I just and there's use like the, yeah, there's uh, like machine. I just use the principle. You know, we we uh, found uh, uh, in one of the the. the I feel like I'm talking over somebody. There must be a hell of a delay. Sounds like monarch. Ah, this is monarch. Yeah, that asshole. Oh well, <laughs> monarch's my buddy. I don't want to talk over him. He's asking if you can hear him. <laughs> I heard Monarch a second. I don't hear though. anything now, no. <laughs> oh, man, this one's never going to end. <laughs> Does anybody got something good to talk about? Cut him off, but now his mic doesn't work. Yeah. 
I don't know. Do we want to talk about it yet, or do we want to wait? Well, too bad. Uh, three, five, two. You've been on. Mute. No, it's what you got to talk about. Three, five, two. <laughs> hey, this is Glenn. Hello, everyone. It's great to hear all of your voices. Hey, Glenn. Hey, how are you Glenn. doing? Hey, Glenn. How are hey, you? Really, really well. Um, tremendous, tremendous, and I trust all all of you are as well. Yep. Um, I have a a little bit of a subject considering uh, titles. Um, and if, if, if it's necessary to have any type of paperwork to prove any type of ownership, um, bought an RV recently, and uh, we're about to travel in it. Um, whether I have any paperwork or not, other than, I mean, I have the, the title from the previous owner, and it's signed over with a, a lien release so that there's no uh, liability on their part. Um, and I had been concerned for a moment about recording uh, the bill of sale with the city recorder. Um, but then I was thinking that uh, nine-tenths, uh, um, possession is nine-tenths of the law, and I wanted to get some opinion on that. But I did call the manufacturer, Jayco, um, and ask them for a manufacturer of origin, and they sent me something that was uh, um, something that had to do with a, a harmless contract. It was uh, in, in indenty. Let me look that up. But, um, Indemnity, hold I harmless. Yeah. Grab that from my screenshots real quick. Uh, but hey, the affidavit. Hey, JC, if I send that to you, can you can you take a look at it? And it, it, what it is is it, it says affidavit of indemnity, but it's it's a hold harmless. And indemnity contract is it's it's not even an affidavit from what I I seen. Um, I'll forward yep, that to I you on. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> what what's your concern about being accused of it being stolen? Um, not necessarily. Um, I'm definitely not in fear of any of that. Um. The, the concern typically is um, tyrants uh, of policy enforcers, um, the, their their mindset and the authority that they think that they have. Um, I've heard of a couple stories where they someone didn't register their vehicle and um, they had to get the previous owner to go and um, take it out of the, the pound for them because it wasn't recorded. Yeah, they'll anywhere. do that. When they repo your vehicle, they typically contact the previous three owners of record. Even if they know so, who you are. <laughs> yeah, so it was just it's just something to kind of have in the glove box, really. Um, but uh, as long as I don't consent to anything, for one, um, and, and the second is that I have possession of it. I mean, it's hooked to my truck, and my family's going to be in it. And But likewise, with my other automobiles and motorcycle, I wanted to um, square these things up. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying that typically the title is just, um, you know, so that everybody can see that that you have it, it's in your name, you don't get accused of it being stolen. I don't want to register the title that I have. It's still in the previous owner's name. I'll have it with me.
So, Glenn, let me get this straight. So you're, you're looking to, like, remove any possibility of the state claiming that it's their property and you're just the holder. Is that is that the, yep. the concern? Yep, you got it, yep. Um, because it's still registered in uh, Steve's name, the guy I bought it from, as a certificate of title. Um, so I would actually need to – I have the bill of sale as well that he sent. Um, it's almost like if I would need to resend – uh, his signature from the title that I now hold uh, and terminate the contract of registration. Yeah, I don't think you can rescind his signature. That no, would be no, for no. him to do. Um, Indeed, yeah. Yeah. They, Ricky. Do, do, do you, uh, you get where he's coming from, JC? <clears throat> um. Uh, kind of. It almost seems like okay. the uh, seminar that you're going to hold uh, here on the 18th uh, may actually answer some of these questions. Uh, I'm thinking, Glenn, what you're trying to do is uh, take away any uh, pathway or opportunity for the state to repo your vehicle and then contact the wrong person. Uh, to come pick it up or anything hokey pokey like that, right? You bet. And even if the previous owner did pick it up, um, everything would still be kosher. He would deliver it to my house, but yes. Yeah, I, I went through that. I had to buy my truck twice from the guy I got it, bought it from the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Depends on the character. Well, he, he was going to claim it to be his truck? Well, Again. Uh, I, I don't know how long they wait, but typically the tow yard will uh, contact the, I think it's like the previous three owners. Uh, the s same process as if it was found abandoned. <clears throat> and uh, even if they know it's you, you know, or, you know, you call them right away. Basically, if you don't pick it up out of the impound lot within like a couple of days, they'll, they'll most likely call the previous owner. From what I get and then he, all he's got to do is, what's that? All he has to do is what? Go ahead. Oh, like, for example, in my uh, situation, uh, you'd have to go to the DMV first, uh, pay for the registration that you didn't have, and show proof of insurance that you may or may not have had. Uh, and then once all that's paid up and you get, like, you know, you'll get the sticker in your hand, at least in this state, then you take that to the chp or sheriff whoever had it towed in the first place you got to have one of them sign off that they now see proof take their signature and well that's all that really matters to the tow yard is you got to take their signature to the tow yard and pay whatever their impound fee is to get it out but you can't get it out without the cops sign off and you can't get the cops sign off without correcting all the errors as far as registration and insurance and stuff so it, it costs a None lot of that seems if you go through the normal steps i mean to me it seems that the previous owner would be able to impound it from the impound without cost oh uh but well like in my, in my situation yeah. yeah in my situation he actually went to the dmv and paid the overdue registration and then went and picked it up and i showed up like 20 minutes later <laughs> gotcha. 
Yeah, it was weird. And had to pay for it again. Yep. Well, I just well, I got... let me, let me ask you this: Do you have a do you have a state issued driver's license in your possession? I do. Yes, and it is suspended. It's suspended, you know, because I wouldn't necessarily think that they would impound the car right off the the bat. You know, if you if you don't have a driver's license, I definitely have a song and dance to to do if you get pulled over. Because you know, if they if they arrest you for not having a driver's license, then they're definitely going to impound the car or the vehicle. Yeah. You know, other than that, they're property. But yeah, they're just going to my my opinion. You might wish to ask Sean because he was a cop. But you know, my opinion would be is that they would just ticket you for the traffic violations that they got you on and let you be on your way. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be um, scenario based, I guess, depending on the officer's um, day and um, I guess how this. The situation is handled but i mean i couldn't see anything within that that um would have them just impound the rv you know just because nope. it wasn't registered yeah me neither i i don't i just i kind of wanted to just go through the the lawful steps and um if uh if i'm able to get onto private property and then they tow it um that's um from what i heard and read uh, that would be aggravated theft. Are you just trying to move it onto private property? Nope. I'm going to be taking a, a trip through South Carolina, Alabama, ten- Tennessee, and then back down and going to Texas. Um, we're going to go through for three weeks here. We're leaving on the 25th. Okay. Well, I hope you'll have fun on that trip. But yeah, I mean, it's almost impossible to tell you what you could be looking yeah. at or what's going to happen because every uh-huh. jurisdiction's different. <laughs> I get it. And I'm going to do my best to stay. Does it, so. does it help? This might be a stupid question, but does it help if he's got a suspended license that it's not actually registered to him? Because mm. otherwise <laughs> you could pull up behind and see like that it's his car and that his license is suspended or no, is that, is that just like not right thinking? That when they when they when they pull you over, if let's say they pull you over, okay, they're probably gonna pull you over because there's no tag on the RV. All right. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna run, and he's already gonna have run your uh, he or she's gonna already gonna have run your vehicle tag. And that's registered to you, correct? Uh, the vehicle, yes. Uh, I'll be rescinding okay. that, and I'm gonna put a private tag on the back of the. Harvey. Um, and not saying it's right, not saying it's wrong, but that's a red flag for a cop to see those private tags. Okay. Um, I mean, it screams sovereign citizen. That's what they've been trained. It's like flipping um, them all. But the, uh, <laughs> well, wow. the, uh, they definitely view it in a hostile capacity. Like it's, it's viewed as a, uh, a possible threat so i know whether you agree with that or not there are some people out there and most of them that put those on their vehicles are they don't they don't know law they're very uh convoluted 
and hostile. So, you know, for the occasional fellow like yourself who isn't, they don't know that, you know. But, uh, I mean, I'm just telling you how I would have viewed it and how I know other people that I worked with would have viewed it. And I'm I get it, and I can comprehend going. that. I was, and I was pretty easy going even back then when I didn't know what I don't now. So they're going to know the, the vehicle, and unless you know how to act in law, you're probably going to go back and forth with a bunch of commercial kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I kind of agree with JC. You, if you're suspended, nine times out of ten, you're going to – what are you suspended for? Failure to appear. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. You're going to jail, man. I mean, I'm not – Hey, I'm just saying you're going to jail for that one. Uh, so what you really need to be asking is how do I handle myself in law? Because you've got a whole whole list of things there. Like that's pretty. You know, you're gonna, you're probably more than likely. I can't swear to it, but if you're going on that many jurisdictions, you're gonna get pulled over. All right. I mean, you're there. Somebody is going to see that you don't have a tag on that thing and they're they're going to pull you over so just keep that in your noodle there and uh i mean you might try something as simple as and i'm not saying do this i'm just saying even if you tell them hey i just bought it i haven't had a chance to tag it i'm just taking it home they're going to be like well but you live three states away are you taking the uh-huh. long way home um uh-huh. Tell well, me you bought it on eBay. Your license, your license, the license issue is going to be what starts your your snowball rolling. It's not going to. I mean, they're going to run the tag. So you might as well just count on going for that. So what you need. That's where I agree with JC. Joinder is what you need to do. You need to know how to say, "Hey, look, this, this, and this." And you make them aware. You you tell them what you you require of them and that you're not a threat you'd be very courteous light make sure your hands are visible at all times don't okay. reach for anything unless they tell you to because i'm telling you they're antsy man they're antsy right now a lot of them and it's just this this guy shooting the hell out of that cop with the ar-15 the other day didn't help anybody see that video yeah i was getting no, ready to say especially that. with that new mexico thing good no. grief dude JC, did you get a chance to listen to that video that I sent you? Did you send it to that? Court case. Sent it two days ago. I tried calling you a couple times too. The uh, I haven't seen it. I didn't know about that. It's Philip. It's Philip. Well, it's it was just a JC. That was just a side note before I forgot it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, anyway, did that's you, a lie. Did you s- hey, did you send it There's on no Facebook? No, I think I sent it on WhatsApp. Okay. Maybe on Facebook, but I'm pretty sure it was WhatsApp. But uh, it's a it's a live court case here where a judge admits the guy goes, look, I just wish to know who has a claim against me so I can settle, take care of it, settle everything. The guy's like, they don't have a claim against you. <laughs> you got to hear this, dude. There's like four or five things you're gonna be you're gonna go. I can't believe this judge said this on a live recording. Anyway. To get back to the other feller, and I'm sorry I didn't catch your name, but Glenn. Glenn, sorry. I'm Sean, by the way. All good. Yep. So have you considered how you're going to handle your the driver's license issue? 
Well, um, I had considered uh, writing in uh, to the uh, court here and um, uh, tr just uh, trying to figure out um, the word, the verbiage of uh, what I should write, considering the speeding ticket that I didn't show up for, that um, I wasn't in commerce and I wasn't even in their jurisdiction. And under duress there, signing that ticket, um, the sheriff did pull his gun out on me and I did, um, I was handcuffed for 30 minutes in the back of his car and then they let me go. Do you care about having a driver's license? I really do not. Nope. And I'm, I'm prepared to, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm prepared to go through the fire in order to learn what I need to learn, how I need to learn it so that I can stand as man without their their carrots um the reason i kind of ball that up too is i with jc i agree with him they're gonna they're gonna impound your stuff just because you're going to well does your wife have a license yes she does is it valid yep okay well they're not going to impound the vehicle they're just gonna what they're going to do is probably just take you to jail she'll be able to bail you out um uh which state are you living on Florida. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you're kind of, you come up, either way you come out of Florida, man, there's cops everywhere. <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. they're looking for drugs, man. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just telling you, that road is, gosh, it's infamous, man. It's infamous. 95, 70, uh, uh, anyway. As far as the theft thing, the only way that they're even going to consider that, because it would, if there's nobody reporting it stolen, there's no administrative aspects of it not being registered, especially when you have the title. They will recognize that even if they don't recognize anything else that it's yours. Mm -hmm. But the only conf conflict I could see, and they may just give a citation, but based on your license thing, they could be jerks about it. We could just give you a ticket for you know no registration, but let your let your letter take it home. Or they could say, well, it does not tax, so we're not letting you take it until you get a tag on it. Which yes, hey Sean, extortion, hey, but yeah, hey Sean, did, would you yeah would you uh, would you think that it might be beneficial for Glenn to kind of resolve that <clears throat> that uh, failure to appear um, thing? And then kind of get that cleared away, and then, and then, uh, you know, get rid of the license and 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 do this route. So that's not kind of yeah, there yep. as a as a as the a. The only flag. way he can clear that up is to go in and give himself up and go to court. That's what I mean. Like just go through the yeah, whole that whole process of dealing. Yeah, that's why I said the first thing he's got to handle is he's got to get everything ready on the other end because he's got to, he's gonna go. I mean, not he that he, not that he, that. not that he can't do it this way by just saying, "Okay, see ya," and just you know, just bow out now. But I don't know. I, I guess it's just a that's a individual. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying. Thing. You know, yeah, I mean he could just not care because he's going to go to jail anyway. You know, it's like, I, I mean, you know, it's that's a personal thing. I do think that you need to. Or I would, if I was in you, I don't mean to be sounding commanding, but if I were you, I would really make sure that I was comfortable with who I was. Uh-huh. 
before I started challenging. Like, you know, you got to go to kind of, I don't, I don't want to sound like you got to kind of go to basic training before you can go to Iwo Jima. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, yep. you're kind of, it's like you're stepping into the deep end and I just worry like the, the failure to appear thing is much bigger problem than a registration on a trailer or an RV. You see what I'm saying? Like I yep. agree with J, yep. uh, JD. So in other words, are you comfortable with handling that first? Like, do you know what, do you feel like you know what you need to do or is there some questions you could that. ask? I've been wanting to handle that, um, but I, yeah. I don't know exactly the steps. I'm not trying to go inside of their court though. Well, I mean, I, I, I would well, say this right here, okay, is that if you are not going to go inside of their court and handle the failure to appear or the traffic citation or whatever, I, if I were you, I probably wouldn't proceed with what you're talking about proceeding with. Because if you do that, they're, they're going to drag you into court. They'll drag you in in cuffs. And, uh, and yeah, if you don't know how to handle what's to already happened then you're just going to have the state starting to stack things against you. Gotcha. And yeah, I, like, I said, you're going, you're going to get pulled over and you're going to go to jail. I mean, that's going to happen on this trip you're going to take. There's no way around that. And, and yeah, I mean, if it were for you on that. If it were me personally, I would just call up the clerk at the court that issued the, um, you know, failure to appear and ask them, you know, when I could just come down there and walk in and out and get a new court date. Okay. It was so just gonna, over a traffic issue, right? Yes. Speeding ticket. Oh. Yeah. They're going to give you another date. Well, how long ago was it? Uh, I got the ticket on uh, July 27th, 2020, and then I got the court date on the 8th of August, and then actually I got the court date on the same day and uh, the ticket, and then I got a letter in the mail stating that the court date was wrong to be on the lookout for another one, and then just over six months later, I got a summons to appear. Oh, so well, it hasn't well, been that long. I'll give you well, another date. We'll uh, go into that in a minute. I'm going to unmute 215. They've had their hand up for a minute. 215, you've been unmuted. Hey, guys, it's Marco. How's everybody? Mm. Hey, what's mm. up, Marco? Happy birthday. Hey, Thanks, man. Marco. I appreciate that. What's up, JD? Um, I, I, I was going to go with the Glenn topic, but I got a question for, 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 uh, for John here. Uh, I'm going to go a little little sideways here. John, I wanted to I wanted to ask you about the history of the uh, counterculture, as you call it. Um, I wanted to ask you about a couple key players in it and, and uh, what their contributions are, what your relationship is to them. I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, Angela Stark, Bill Thornton, and Carl Lentz. Uh, what, who are they? What is their contribution to the to the history of the counterculture? What's your relationship with them, and what is your contribution to the counterculture, as you like to call it? Um. Angela Stark had a had a radio show, a talk show. What my private audio is that? What it was called? Yeah, that was it. We were on there a couple times. Uh, so, couple, three times. yeah, and I think for about a year. I mean, she hasn't really been doing anything or doing any shows. 
um, for a year, maybe a little over a year. Uh, so we were on her show a few times and, um, and that, that's about the extent of our relationship, I guess. Uh, as far as Bill Thornton, I talked to him one time for a few minutes on Angela's show, the last time that she had him on. Um, but Bill Thornton actually is the one who gave a two hour, um, seminar on, on the ideas of common law that really got me into a law library and figuring out what was going on. And then Carl Lentz uh, came out, you know, I mean, obviously what he's famous for is the whole, just go file a claim. Just go file a claim against them. Move your own claim. Um, and he, he did that. I think it was, it was either 2013 or 2014, at the end of 2013 or 2014. And of course he came out with, it wasn't 100% correct, and uh, it was correct enough to where it definitely shook up the other side for a second. But the whole idea of, of filing a claim in law and you know going after them with a claim instead of a counterclaim, which is, of course, what uh, Bill Thornton, that was kind of his claim to fame in the counterculture movement, was he would just go back after them with a counterclaim and bring up some issue of law and just keep them tied up until they felt like throwing it out because it wasn't making them money. And um, of course, a, a claim in law trumps a complaint. I agree with Carl on that, but Carl just didn't have, I, I don't know what he didn't have, but he didn't have what it took to go into a court and really pull this stuff off. I've, I've never actually seen anything where he really pulled this stuff off and he was definitely afraid of going into court and and you know moving the way he talked about on the on the radio show uh i went and stayed up with carl Lentz for probably about two weeks sean spent a lot more time with him than i did you mean do you mean on the uh defensive or the offensive uh, as far as like going and moving your your claim like uh like if somebody comes at you it's a little bit more like uh i think blackstone said it, the law is defensive in nature you, you talking he couldn't get go on the offensive is what you're saying uh, what carl uh, uh yeah like to come after somebody that has wronged him and uh, get a judgment yeah i mean i've i've never known him to see something like that all the way through Gotcha. And, and and as far as you, you and Sean, what, what's your contribution? And uh, is there any type of like, like do you guys network? I mean, are these people just, have they, have they just kind of gone with the wind and they're no longer around to support the counterculture? Well, I mean, I think uh, one thing that happens is, is pretty much everybody in the counterculture um, who kind of goes to fame on this side of the aisle, I guess, uh, they they always have kind of one trick. They always find one trick, and whenever the legal society just starts running over that trick, it was you know so much work and and exhaustion to spend years and years in a library to figure out that one thing. I guess most of them just kind of walked away. I you know I I can't tell you why people do what they do, um, but I haven't found anybody in the counterculture who who found more than one or two or three things that you could really do at court. They just, you know, they stuck to one trick, one rabbit coming out of one hat. And when uh, the court wasn't playing that game anymore, 
they they just didn't go into anything else, in my opinion. Gotcha. Is there is there other than you and Sean? Is there anybody else I'm missing? Was somebody worth worth mentioning? What their trick was? Well, you know, somebody Oracle wrote in um wrote in the chat to add Anna Von Rice to to this conversation. I'll kind of let Sean take over that one because he knows a lot more about her work than I do. I just know she puts out way too much. To me, she looks uh, suspicious for being a part of the legal society. Yeah, uh, she was a judge in Alaska, I believe. No, she no, wasn't. she was not. She lied about that right out of the gate. That's just some silliness she came up with. I'm actually kind of hostile toward her and a guy named John Durash. Because not in like a violent way, but just I, I, they're so they're purposefully misleading, purposefully. Like John Durash, it isn't even his real name. He's an attorney. He's a licensed attorney, man. And he and he gets everybody going down these legalese roads. And and Anna von Rice does the same silliness with this person, birth certificate, and a pope, and it, it's just silliness, man. It just gets everybody chasing 830 million rabbits. It's just it's a waste of time. And it's and it's incorrect too. Her whole position is just incorrect. But uh, as far as Carl, I think Carl did some great things for like figuring out the the property and how to the separation, the true understanding of separation of the person and the man and the, and the standing of man. I think he put that in a new perspective for a lot of people. I think he helped a lot of people. But ultimately, you know. I don't think he was overly sincere, and, and I think he was kind of greedy, and I think that bit him, but I think he made some tremendous uh, contributions. Bill Thornton made some contributions, even though I disagree with most everything he says, but I did learn some stuff from him, and I think he's a sincere dude, and I think he's a great guy. I think he's uh, way smarter than I am, So I think, and just his caring enough was a lot to contribute, and uh, you asked about Angela Stark, I I don't think she's where this show is, but I not in the uh, in the understanding of law. But I think she uh, she likes to philosophize. I think she likes to talk and hear people's points of view. And I think she brought a lot of different kind of peoples together there for quite a while. I mean, you know, I, I think she was all right. I think she did some good just being in the fight. You know. And it gave people contrast, like people like that who may not hold an absolute position, even though that's kind of a weak position, perhaps in one way, it also kind of lets everybody mix, kind of get different points of view, you know, being open to that, not holding a position, really. That's what reporters are, reporters are supposed to do, and you know. Would you would you say that the uh, the legal society is kind of like a, at war with the counterculture? I mean, if you think about it, when when I first got into this, the first stuff that I found and it was littered all over the internet, wherever wherever you went, was the sovereign citizen stuff. But it almost made it seem like like that stuff is purposely put out there, like a like a landmine for you to just come on, walk over, try it, you know, try to try to walk across no man's land, and then all of a sudden, boom, yeah, that that sovereign you know, like it, it, that that landmine just hits you because you're absolutely wrong. I would only disagree with you on one aspect. The legal society is not at war with the counterculture. The legal society is at war with everybody. 
<laughs> like they are out to get the whole ball of wax, man. But, uh, let me crush in. Can I say something in regards to to JC and Sean and and all the guys here that that teach this stuff on on Wednesday and and throughout the rest of the week is that if you follow what they say and you do the research and you discover who you are as a man or a woman, this stuff works. We have won so many cases because we we finally found the right path. So many too. Well, I mean, we went we went down a lot of different rabbit uh-huh. holes, you know, and we finally made it to to JC, Sean, and JD, and with with all the other guys, and including Oracle, and. When it finally clicked, everything that they said to us in the beginning and learning who we are as a man or as a woman, this stuff works. You you can move law in administrative process. You, you can do it. I agree. So thank you guys. Again, thank you. We, we appreciate you guys so much. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you. That's so weird, man. Um, Good history lesson for tonight. What's weird? Yeah, yeah I don't know if uh, if you guys remember. Um, there was, there was, there was, a, yeah, Sean, Sean's getting bashful. Um. Before before I found before I found JC and Sean, I mean I kind of came into it a little late, you know, with Carl's with Carl's stuff. But that was after I had kind of gave up on things for a while because I had hit some of those landmines and I didn't go too deep into it. But I was definitely testing the waters a little too early, and uh, sometimes I tend to do that. You know, I get all excited about something, I'd rush into it thinking that I know stuff, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, um, <clears throat> one of the first guys I heard uh, back in the day was Rob, uh, Rob Menard, Robert Menard. And uh, he had a I think his YouTube name was Mr. Mighty, M-I-T-E-E. But uh, he's a Canadian dude. And he kind of was the first guy I saw talking about words and stuff like that. He, he would do whiteboard, you know, videos and break down words and stuff. And then and then I saw um, a guy called John Harris. He was over in uh, in, the, in the U.K., he did a seminar called uh, "It's an Illusion," all about the, you know, the purse of the legal person and stuff like that, and a birth certificate, and you know, these these things. And and uh, I kind of ran with it for a while and <clears throat> got wrapped up a little bit with Mark Stevens' stuff, using some of his uh, tactics, you know, filing motions to dismiss based on the fact that the you know police officer can't practice law without a license and all this stuff, but. I didn't really have a foundation of of simple basic law and understanding of who I was and and uh, you know a lot of misinterpretations of things. So, um, but but when I first heard Carl, um, the first video that I saw of Carl was was actually the one in Johnson City there, and I I remember seeing Sean at the beginning. He was helping set that one up, and uh, it's just kind of funny how it comes full full circle. But that was. 
that was my reintroduction back into into you know learning learning this stuff um you know after a about a four or five year hiatus and uh i just i just knew there was something to it this the second time around when i for you know when i started listening to carl talk about the man and stuff and how the constitution you know it's like i can't you know how i wouldn't be able to prove you know firsthand knowledge of of that document and you know how it applies to me and all this and how i need to you know stand on my own knowledge of my own conviction right in my own constitution my own makeup right and i was like oh yeah that's that's what the constitution is you know what what am i made of you know what are my what are my beliefs and 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 morals and how do i you know how do i operate my daily life you know based from my own constitution you know so these things started to really ring ring a bell with me and uh and of course i i you know want to continue listening to this stuff but i want to also kind of break off and 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 get some more um you know not just carl's opinion on it and stuff so that's when i found jc and sean and uh i'm, I'm real thankful you know to, to have found found you guys for sure too and uh appreciate you guys being here for me and with us and for everybody else too because i think you know i've I brought a, a number of people in and everybody's on this path together so it's it's uh, it's a good thing so i think it's a good it's a good uh, definitely a good subject to kind of bring up once in a while because people people hear a lot of things out there like what marco was saying you know about you know who are these people and where they come from and where they go and what do they say and stuff like that and there's definitely a lot of stuff put out there as he said like as landmines purposeful landmines man for people to get into and i've man I, i've looked at some of the websites and stuff like that and it's like man there's some money behind some of this stuff you know some you of the disinfo mm -hmm. man yeah, like some, christopher james out of canada yeah, yeah christopher james out of canada he's god he, oh. everybody down but i mean you know sorry i mean i'm not i'm not gonna point you know i can't point fingers to say who's you know who's deliberate and and all that because a lot of times there are people too that just have uh maybe a misguided opinion and 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 maybe they're able to get their stuff out and they think it works because like jc said you know they got one trick that you know works often and stuff like that or or they got a couple wins or something for some tactic that they do and and then they run with it they want to get out there and they want to you know maybe support you know their new lifestyle with a with a with a, some kind of income or or uh donations and whatnot and now now they're out there pushing this stuff and they really do believe in it you know they're not out there trying to mess people up but it is messing people up you know so what i appreciate about this show is it helps teach you know you guys help teach us how to think you know how to think on our feet and and process with our with our own mind rather than you know copying what somebody else said or wrote you know so uh not only yeah. what law is but how to perform it i mean and, and that's what you know christy was speaking to earlier you know it, it's it, it's more than it, i mean from sitting down and and just going back and listening to the previous shows jc's videos um you know what she was able this just this week to not only uh 
be able to talk about what is lawful, but to be able to perform lawfully inside of an administrative court. You know, uh, well, not really inside it, but she, she literally moved before it to draw the court into law instead of following an administrative process. And having joined or created. Yeah. I mean, she was able to, you know, um, pull some little tricks out of her hat that, you know, and they're not really tricks. It's just, you know, well, where do you reside? In my body. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what we mean. What's your mailing address? I don't speak legalese. Sorry, I don't know what you mean by that. Where do you get your mail? In the mailbox. Is that where all the mail goes? The landmine I came across before I found, you know, the counterculture, as uh, John calls it, I found this book online, and uh, I tell you what, it was like 12 chapters. It took me a couple days to read it, and uh, they had me going, man. It was like, you know, you don't want to be a U.S. citizen. You want to be a state citizen, and state citizens don't have to pay taxes. And, man, I was reading this thing, and Somebody did homework on this. They put in these uh, Supreme Court decisions from 100 years ago. And then one day I lost it, right? I couldn't, I couldn't find it. So I went to go Google it again. And I found it on a different website. But the, the, the thing that, that raised that red flag was it was a different author, but it was the same book. And I'm like, wait a sec, what the fuck's going on here? And then so I went back to the Google search, found the same book, but with a different author. Now I had three different authors writing the same book. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck's going on here? So... I, I, I tried this crap when I got this uh, open beverage container in the Jersey Shore. It was like a $100 fine. And I kept getting these summonses, go to the summons, go to the summons. And I kept trying this state citizen crap. And none of it worked. And I finally came across uh, one of Carl's videos. And I finally sent the letter to the judge that said, Dear Bob, uh, I keep getting these letters with your name on it. Uh, they're starting to cause me stress. Do I owe you money? If so, give me the bill and I'll pay you. And I shit you not, they never responded back after that. I never heard from them again. Greetings, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story, man. That's, That's interesting. Great. That's interesting that about the you, about the the author. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, even the guy Glenn. Glenn's talking about driving around with no plates and the that, that's. That's like that's like beginner level sovereign citizen stuff, man. Uh, Sean, I want to ask you, right? Let's say you pulled me over. Uh, I'm driving, uh, whatever. You ask for my license and registration. The first thing I would I would answer with, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, is, uh, officer, you can have whatever you want as long as you have a search warrant. Do you have a search warrant? Uh, and what would you what would your response be if I, I refuse to give you my license registration and instead I ask you to present a search warrant? Uh, what what was the stop for? You got to add that in. Um, let's let's say I was speeding 15 over, or I made a left turn without my signal, or something, 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 something that you know they 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 use to kind of just engage you. You mean like when you're doing 85 and a 45? Okay, so I would pull you over and say, uh, "Good morning, sir. The reason I stopped you doing 85 and a 45, uh, I need to see your license, registration, proof of insurance, please." And you would reply with. Uh, uh, sir, you can have whatever you want as long as uh, you can present a search warrant uh, specifying what it is you're looking for and where you're going to find it. Uh, 
Okay. Do you have a driver's license? Uh, sir, I, I, like I said, I'm, I, 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 you, you can have whatever sir, you want. Sir, it's a want. yes or no question. Do you have a driver's license or not? That's all I asked. I'm not searching your car. Uh, Do you have a driver's I, license? I may or may not, sir. I mean, I'm just... Uh, you I, may I, or may my not. Next question would be, Step my next out of the car. Yep. I'm sorry? Step out of the car, sir. Step out of the car, sir. <laughs> sure, not a problem. But I'm out okay, thank you. Okay, let's step to the rear of the vehicle. Please place your hands on the back of the vehicle. Uh, sure. Do you have an arrest warrant? Okay, I'm going to ask you one more time. Do you have a driver's license? Uh, I may or may not have one. Do you need it? Okay, put your hands behind your back. <laughs> it, it's, I, yeah, I, I, got, I get you, man. It, it, it's really you're like, gone, it's just, dude. Look, you're gone. I don't need a I don't need a warrant to arrest you for speeding. Now, you, now, now. I'm, I, I don't need doing this not one an emergency. when when I have time on my hands. Like like uh, when I'm just driving in the neighborhood, I'm not working that day. Well, you can do that. I mean, it's fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, what the hell? It's trial and error. Now, now here, uh, I, naturally, I'd be recording. I would have you know my phone up on the dash or something, and I would I would make sure I have all the audio. And then uh, you know you know I would uh, I would I would I would make a I would go down to the courthouse and see if I can bring this cop in and say, hey, look, you know you 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 uh, arrested me without a arrest warrant. You you. You came looking for my paperwork and, and possessions without a search warrant. Um, I didn't mm -hmm. want to give you anything, and you just basically railroaded me to the jailhouse and uh, spent the night in jail. And you know, I got I got all these summonses. I'm going to put a price tag on it. Let's say twenty grand, you know. And you know, here's here, you know, I got your name. Here, here's the summons. Good luck. Let's, let's you had a tag on yeah, that not a game plan. You were speeding. Yeah. It's a violation. And then violation after we ran, after I arrested you, I got your name and date of birth. And, and Sean uh, gets behind you with the lights your on, and made Sean sure I knew who you were. I can't. What? Oh, nothing. I mean, when, when, that's going bad. Is it a formidable challenge? Do you think? Do you think they're? You know, it's worth to give it a shot. Well, what I would ask, what I would ask you is, what do you hope to accomplish doing it? Like what? Um, do you, I don't know. I mean, what it, was your reasoning it, for it? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, put the I don't know. Maybe get the the police officers off my back in the neighborhood. You know, you know, say hey, look, don't mess with this guy. <laughs> he already got one of our officers in trouble. I just don't see you getting him in trouble for that because you have a driver's license. You're buried in the system, aren't you? I mean, you work a regular uh, well, job. You have a driver's license. You pay taxes. You vote. I've terminated consent. I mean, I, I put that. I put the AG on notice and say, hey, "Look, man, these uh, these persons that I possess, uh, they're for my, you know, they're they're to pursue my happiness, and uh, I I wish to be in the status of. I've already I already said all this. I mean, I don't know if I should yeah, have that you, paperwork ready to go for the cop or whatnot, but I've already, you know, I've already put them on notice. They acquiesce. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to go your way because I mean, you're you're saying I'm this person. Like your Bugs Bunny on the telephone booth falling from the sky, and just before it hits the ground, you step out. It ain't gonna work that way. Well, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I really wasn't willing to cooperate. I said, "Hey, look, you can have whatever you want, but you know, mind you, what, you know, my paperwork is my property, and you can't have it unless you have a search warrant." That's officer. not your care. paperwork. It's not your paperwork. It's the state's paperwork, and you you're refusing to give him. it back. You just ask him You're one question, am I required agreement. to have a license to be in this Walmart parking lot? That's not what he's arguing, though. 
That's not what he said. That's not even close to the argument he was giving. What I'm saying is you're saying it's your property. It's not your property. It's theirs. You're a trustee. Well, my, well, my car is my property, right? Yeah, but you put it and under the jurisdiction of the state. And that's not what I'm talking about anyway. You said that the paperwork and stuff is your property. You agreed to show them that license when you got it. It's theirs. If they ask for it back, isn't that their property? It's the same argument you have for your car. Uh, I just basically said that, you know, my person's paperwork and property are, you know, you need a search warrant. But it's not yours. Basically. They don't need a search uh, warrant for their own property. They don't need well, what a search if I just warrant. Do you need a search warrant? To, do you need a warrant to drive your car? It's their license, no, brother. Car. If they ask for it back, you have to return it. <laughs> You have to return. Uh, but wait, okay. So you uh, said, uh, hold on, Sean. Let, let's try it this way. Did, did, uh, did you create that driver's license? Uh, I, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, no, I went and got it from them. Huh? Okay, so it's theirs. You, you, you ask for them for to use their license. It's their property. It's not yours. They don't need a search warrant, like Sean's saying. I agree with Sean 100%. It's not your property. It's not even your person. And Marco should go listen to uh, and what the Sean? Last, last week's episode that you did, John, JJ. The jibber-jabber from last week. Didn't we, didn't we go over some Marco, of this where Sean was... Yeah. yeah, it's not that your heart. It's yes, not we your did. Wrong. It's not more than, that more than jibber jabber. Episode twelve. It's uh, it's the approach. Like you're bleeding two dimensions together, and that that's that's a meltdown. You can't do that. Like you're trying to argue as a person that you're a man using a person from a person, and that's schizophrenic. Just. Either get on one side of the fence or the other, either be in the kingdom over here or all the other kingdoms over there. I mean, at least that's how I kind of approach it. Now, we're all trying to get out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not judging anything. I'm just saying when when you're talking to them, wouldn't it be better if you're going to go to court and see how this thing rolls, just use law and just remove the joinder, give them their license and say you're not required to have one. And then, you know, tell them I'm not, and, you know, I'm not being combative. You can see my hands. I'm just putting you on notice. If you decide to arrest me, I'm going to require this, this, and this, and I'm making you aware that I don't consent to any of this. Now what you've done is you gave him jurisdiction the second he walked up, and you called him officer. So you, you addressed him as an authority. Those words are, mean something. And you just may have been loose on the show, and I, and I get that maybe, but I can only go by what you're saying. So why not just right. – <clears throat> Address it in a way so that you're prepared to go to court because your court started when he stopped you on the side of the road, right? Because he, he arrested you. Yeah. That's the other thing. When the cop pulls you over, technically you're under arrest. Correct. Yeah. So you're already under arrest before he gets to the car. Right, but isn't that, isn't that force? Of course it's force. That's what government's for. But you voted for it when you went down and got a driver's license. If you don't uh, want them to force no. you, don't don't participate. Okay, well, okay, let's step back here. Uh, I guess the, the, the mindset I'm 
the, the mindset I have is I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my private property, which is my car, which is my jurisdiction, right? And he's coming over, he's coming over to me to uh, basically interact with me and saying, hey, look, uh, do you have this? Do you have that? I mean, I got the right to remain silent. I don't, I don't have to give you shit, technically. I mean, you, you I may or may not That's have right. it. I mean, you can have whatever it is, whatever it is you're looking That's for. Right. You I'll give it to you if you have a search warrant. Right, I mean, you, don't, fact you absolutely have it, don't have to do anything, he tells you. You're absolutely right. Like, you know, I, I might have the license, I may not. You know, if he's asking me for it, you know, what duty do I have to perform? I just like, look, officer, you can have whatever you want, but you need to have proper fucking authority to have it. It says we hold well, these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created, you know, life, liberty, and all that stuff. It's self-evident. I'm a man. I'm in my private car. Regardless of the tags, I'll tell them right there on the spot. You know, that don't mean nothing on the on the tags, the license. You're dealing with you're dealing with Mr. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a man here, sir. I got rights. You know, what I mean, you, you you're gonna arrest me. That's gonna cost you. I mean, right now you're you're restricting my travel. You're taking up my time, which is my property. There's a price on that shit. I mean, I, I let, me, let me ask you a question. Are you are you a tractor trailer driver? <laughs> yeah, I, I do got. I, I, you got to have one, man. The company won't fucking let you work. <laughs> okay, listen, man. Listen, brother. I get it. But that's one thing you're wanting, and you're doing another thing, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're in commerce. And if you're doing it in your POV, like when you drive your POV, is it a car? It's just a car, right? I mean, you don't yeah, drive yeah. a semi as your personal. Okay, so you got a car or you got a nice truck. Why do you have a tag on it? If you actually understood the law, why do you have a tag? I, to, to, to avoid the harassment, I guess, like, like my buddy Glenn okay, here. Then. So, he, like you said, he's going to get pulled over. That's true. So you're capitulating to a degree. So why it's would like you piss at the cop for doing his job? Uh, no, I mean, he, he's, he, should, uh, he should also have an understanding as far as... Because he should uh, be doing a different government. job. <laughs> he does, dude. He's... He saw your tag and you did. You were speeding in the, with the tag, so the vehicle is. It, that's a big signal to him, and where it says, "This is your jurisdiction," because you knew that when you got the tag, and you knew that when you got the driver's license, and he knows that because he went to the school to learn how to do that. So what I'm saying is, is he has every duty, not right, but every duty to stop you when one of their citizens is out of control. And they deem out of control 85 and a 45. So then when you get up there and you notify them, you can do that. But you have to understand, the cop is the Doberman pincher of your neighbor. And you're trying to argue with a dog whose only job is to bring you into submission, to get you under control because you're out of control and you're going to hurt the herd. He's a sheepdog. So then when you go to court and you say, look, I made this guy aware and the court's going to go, well, yeah, he's a dog. He doesn't know that. So what do you got to say? And then you're going to go, well, yada, da 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 where's the claim or where's the verified complaint or who did I cause harm, injury, and loss to? I may settle this matter, which you're going to do all this in paperwork before you go. And it's, they're either going to listen or they're not. But I can, I, I mean, I would, in this day and age especially, Marco, I would caution you. Again, I'm not judging and I'm not ordering I'm not trying to command you in any way I would caution you about poking a bear and I'm sure you're a lion in your own world man I get that I'm not suggesting you're not but cops are getting a little bit spooked 
and, and there's a lot of shootings and shit, and the atmosphere is just really, really negative. So I would just not poke the bear, man, and learn how to deal with the bear if he pokes you. I just, you know, I just kind of wanted to give this a, I just wanted to run it by, this is all hypothetical, by the way, I didn't, you know, not, not, not saying I had an incident like this, this is all just, you know, one day, if I got time on my hands, you know, I want to maybe stre- see if I can stretch it a little, a little bit, see if I can. If you really want to make a difference, maybe you go somewhere and you see a cop and you're like, hey, man, can I buy your lunch for you? Yeah, no, I, I, uh, right and then say, hey. Can you read this? Can you read this for me real quick, man? I just can I ask you a question? And he'll say, "Well, yeah," because now he's obligated because you bought him lunch, right? So <laughs> you hand him some simple little court case and say, "Do me a favor on your own time. Will you look this up? And my number's at the bottom if you wish to call me. If you don't, I hope you have a blessed day." And see what happens. But just in case, always have a full take of gas on your white Ford Bronco. That's right. That's right, baby. Let's go. Let's go real slow, too. It didn't matter. Oh, never mind. Different Ford Bronco. That wasn't a Ford Bronco this week, was it, Sean? That was a pickup truck. Yeah. JT, is that, was it seven? I can't remember. Is it 48 hours? I think I can hold you for 48 hours just for not identifying yourself. In their world. In their world. Completely lawless. Don't get me wrong. The most is 72 hours, but it's anywhere between yeah. 24 and 72. I guess now, would you disagree with anything I said, JC? Or do you agree with what I said? Do what? Were you talking to me? I said, do you agree? Yeah, do you pretty much agree with what I said, or do you disagree? No, I mean, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I guess the goal behind it would be to well, end Well, pretty much. The it means there's part that you don't agree. Yeah, that's semantics. <laughs> that's just what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like, I love you more today than I did yesterday. Well, I mean, it's like we all have different ways and different styles of how we proceed with yeah. whatever's in front of us, you know? But the principle's pretty close. So, here, let, let's... Let, let me ask you this, Sean. Is it is it better to handle it in court or try to or, or stick your neck out on the side of the road and piss the cop off and you know end up in cuffs and maybe you know a taser or worse? Um, I'll be honest with you. For me, that depends on the officer because I have lines, okay, and I don't give a shit if he's wearing a badge or not. He's my brother, right up until he makes the decision that he's not my brother. And I'm at peace with him always until he makes it impossible to do so. So I would say that that question is so broad. The only way I can answer is answering it for myself. And I think there's certain lines I won't allow any man or woman to cross with me. And that's that's that. But up until then, man, I'm going to do everything I can to help them have a peaceful night and go home to their families, man. It broke my heart to watch that cop. Look, this is how tragic it can go. This is why I think everybody ought to watch that video. If anybody can post it, I cannot. But I'll get it, it, it just what's shows the video? What, 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 What's the incident you're well, talking I'll about? Tell you, I'll tell you what it is. I can't remember where it was at. It was somewhere out west. But I, I, anyway. I'm pulling it up. It was New Mexico. 
New Mexico. It's New Mexico State, he pulls over a guy because he has a temp tag. And and he goes up to the car. And there's, I mean, look, there's all kinds of factors. The cop was too laxed. He put himself in some really awkward positions for that. And he let the thing run on way too long. He could have taken control of it much faster. But uh, he was a, he seemed like a pretty nice fella. But this just shows you how, I mean, I thought it was a good example for this show, actually, because, you know, he's pulled him over for a tent being too dark on his window. You know, it's like, wow, you know, what a baby raper I am. But that's the society we're in where they make these rules and everybody keeps capitulating. So everybody thinks, well, a cop stops you for your tent on your windows, just pull over. So he's asking the guy for his information, and of course he's saying, oh, I don't have it on me, which means he doesn't have it. He's suspended. So the cop's trying, for some reason, he wants to get him out of the truck, back with him, probably to put him in the back of the car because he was scared or intimidated or something. And uh, he asked the guy like four or five times to do something. The guy was obviously buying time. I don't. I just don't know what he was thinking. But uh, as he's getting out, he goes, sir. Is that a firearm? And he, you know, I can't tell what the other guy said. He says, sir, look. Okay, don't touch it, but just keep, just come on back here. And the guy even told him, yeah, he had it. That's what he said. And instead of, he should have broke leather right there because of the way the guy was acting. But it, see, this just goes to, if the cop knew law, he wouldn't have pulled the guy over. And then he wouldn't be dead. And and but the perp got killed later, and that was in a hell of a shootout. All that was pretended windows. And then they, you know, they're trying to. And maybe he's a bad guy. I don't know. Apparently, from what I understand, he was a meth dealer and had already served prison time for methamphetamines. I mean, I don't I don't know the guy's history. I just know it sucked because the cop died. He's a father of four. And uh, and then of course the perp gets shot. And then all those guys got to live with shooting him. It's just a mess. And it's because that's the state of the world we're in. So just understand that when you start making these decisions to argue and go crazy with cops on the side of the road about this and that and that, you have every right to do so. Just make sure it's worth whatever you're doing and make sure you're doing it properly. Because it is, it can go dangerous. It can be really dangerous really quickly. Because you're like, well, I'm just, you know, man, I don't have to have this. And, you know, this is the kind of shit they got to deal with. Somebody high on that. I was just trying to end the end the matter right there. Like, look, I'll, you know, not be a jerk or anything, but like, like talk to a man to man. You know, hey, look, this is, you know, uh, this is the process that I want you to go through. And, you know, technically the, the, the Fourth Amendment overrules all the codes of the ID and registration and all of that. I mean, all that. No, it does way, not. Become, no, it does not. No, it does, it does not. not. It absolutely no. does not. It does. No. First of all, the states are conquered, uh, but the states have their own constitutions. I mean, they can they can set their own speed limits and everything except on federal highway, like 81, Interstate 81. And you got to remember that they are, they're also part of the Traffic Highway Safety Act. But you've got overlapping jurisdictions and stuff, man. I mean, it's the it's con- federal constitution has nothing to do with a city cop pulling you over. 
and and not again i'm not being argumentative you say you want to talk to a man to man why don't you just go talk to him then instead of getting pulled over in a commercial capacity from his perspective and creating controversy why not just go talk to the guy go down there and just say hey man can i talk to the shift supervisor if he's not busy yeah i'd like to start a dialogue and get to know you guys better you know i'm not a freak i'm not trying to nothing but i you know a wise man once said it's good for you judge a man to walk a mile in his moccasins and i just thought i'd get to know you yeah. would, would you, you know? say cops are an extension of the legal society well of course they're the enforcement arm of it they're the executive oh john and jc in that video man he traverses wait till you hear the traverse and the separation of power you won't believe this It'll blow your mind. Anyway, go ahead, Marco. Sorry, I for, I would have forgotten that. No, no, man. It's a, you know just uh, just just brainstorming ideas here, man. I guess the goal is just that you know get pulled over, hey. have a one on one with him, and end the matter right then and there. This way, you you don't gotta go show up to their court case. You ain't gotta send them letters correcting this, and you know just 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 taking the burden off you right there on the spot. You know, uh, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to do here. You know, end the matter right there on the spot, not not hostily just. Uh, uh, just you know, through the law. But like you said, you know, he, he's doing his his job and his duty and his duties to his code, which, in my opinion, is an inferior it's an inferior uh, uh, law. It's an inferior jurisdiction. But okay, it, 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 Marco, can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. It, it, so let, let's say that uh, it, you're you're a twenty plus year carpenter, okay? And I, I walk onto your job site and you don't know me from Adam. You don't know my experience level. You don't know, you, you don't know anything about me. And let's be honest. I don't know anything about you, but I walk onto your job site. You know what experience you've had. You've got at least 20 plus years being a carpenter do, and, and building houses or, or doing finish work, whatever it is you're doing. And I walk onto your job site and start telling you that the work that you're doing is inferior because I believe it is. And I start telling you how to do your job. Are you going to be very happy with me? No, I'm sure. I'm sure the guy would take it, take offense to it. Okay. Well, you're then you're already off on a bad foot, aren't you? You're not really talking to him man to man at that point. You're creating controversy right on the side of the road. I mean, you're you're inviting, a, you know, a, a hostile environment to be created. But hold on, I didn't initiate controversy. There's a man walking behind my shoulder with a gun on the side, with lights on, and and demanding paperwork. I mean that that that's that's wrong in itself. If you if I mean I, I don't you you guys would agree with me right or wrong. I mean you, you're they, they they tie you in, and you're basically saying there's no way to get out of that. Just to I, drive. I I, I would I would I would agree with you except for the fact that you've got uh, uh, plates on the car. You know you you've got the the inspection sticker in the window. If you're in one of those states that they they do inspections, you know you consented into that. You went and asked the state for those things. 
So you're already outside of your uh, jurisdiction as a man because you asked to use those things from the state and you agreed to the terms to use those things. Right. Well, I've already, I've already. And now you're, you're in the middle of. But you still have the tag on the car. Well, if, if I didn't have the yeah. tag, I if you didn't have over. exactly, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And this is why, you know, I mean, it's not right. going to be like an in, an instant way to easy back out, you know, and, and fix for all this stuff It's going to take time. And, and, uh, you know, so it's like as much as we, you know, would agree like, okay, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes on now is wrong. This is where, the, this is where we're at. Okay, we have to accept right. that. We have to accept that. Not that we can't change it, but we're not just going to be like, oh, my God, it's all wrong, and, and, and it's just wrong, and, and, and it just needs to stop. It's like, okay, well, that's going to that's gonna take some time and some and some education and, and, you know, people changing their actions and stuff. And it's it, the unwind is going to, you know, it's in, it's in process, but, you know, at, at the same time, the – the tightening is also happening too. So I guess, you know, you got to be real particular about the way we choose to do things. Right. I, pretty soon he's going to yeah. be asking for a driver's license, registration, insurance, and proof of vaccination. <laughs> yeah. Scan the QR code on your, on your forehead or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, J.D., did you see that post I put on about DARPA and the Pentagon announcing that freaking chip they want to put in everybody that detects when you have COVID? I did not. Oh, my gosh, dude. did not see that. Hardcore. Like, I'm not it's, even, um, it's not even exaggerated. It's the same company, um, and I'm drawing a blank right now, but give me a minute, um, that funded... They were doing research on SARS, trying to get it to attach itself to human cells, and it didn't do good enough. So they were bitching that it didn't do good enough. So the federal mm. government quit funding them here, right? And they went to China, guess where? And then started getting funding again. My guess is they went over to the CIA side, Wuhan. And that was the two, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure those two prefer. But anyway, that's the same they're tied in with the DARPA chip. It's the same same doctors, and it and it's only job. They said, don't worry, it doesn't trace you, <laughs> it doesn't track you. It just lets you know if you're getting the symptoms of COVID. <laughs> ben Swan, yeah, Ben Swan does a uh, that's a that's a Ben Swan thing. Hmm. It's actually a really good story, really good. He's a good reporter, man. I'll look for it. What do you guys think is going to happen with the uh, the Chauvin trial? Uh, do, you, do you guys think they're going to let him go, or do you think he'll be found guilty? Who? Who's that? The the guy the the, the George Derek. Floyd the cop that uh, the the guy that the guy that could put his knee on the George Floyd's neck the one that's on trial currently in Minneapolis. It depends on. If oh, I think they're going to throw him on the bus. Well, unless yeah, if if they want more riots, they're gonna throw them under the bus. 
or uh, they'll let him go. But if they if they don't if they want to keep things peaceful, they'll throw him under the bus. I said that backwards. I first. think I, I think I think he gets off, man. I really do. I think the the drugs in George Floyd's system is going to be enough to uh, create doubt. I mean, I'll I'll tell you this much: if if they let him go, it's not because the jury unanimously said he could be let go. It's because they're not getting a unanimous conviction on him. We're we're at a uh, 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 what's his name? The guy the guy that, the the assassination that happened in uh, World War One. I. I think we're at that moment right now. We're just waiting for something to kind of set off this chain of events. Oh, the Russian- oh, the Arch- Archduke. Archduke's, uh, Archduke Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Ferdinand, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's where we're at right now, man. I, the, the Russians are ready to invade Ukraine. The Iranians and the Israelis are shooting missiles at each other's <laughs> boats. Uh, and then, and then China and cats just, uh, living China. together. Mass hysteria. Dude, it's, it's insane. Dude. China's not even playing the game. We're doing military drills. They're flat out telling people, like, yeah, we're just practicing to invade Taiwan. You know, they're, they're, I, I think what I'm worried about is I think if, if Chauvin gets loose and all of a sudden we start having the same thing we had over the summer with the rioting, I think the Russians and the Chinese might, you know, do something coordinated and say, okay, they're in a, they're in a little state of funk. Let's go take what we can right now before they can react. I think the aliens are coming. It's definitely the aliens. October. Aliens will be here in October. No, they and have I'm to disclose kidding. before then. Sure. They got to right disclose there. in the summertime. Like June yeah, and July. No, I'm saying we're, 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 we're out and out space invaders in October. Never mind them disclosing it or not. It's just there. It's it's space invaders. You see that on channel 13 on the 33rd episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, JC, have you been, has John told you about this? What? So for the last couple of weeks, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating this at all. And, and it's, it's actually a little freaky sometimes, but I'll, I have this, Thing, I'll check my phone and it usually says 333 or 233 or 133. Like you'd be shocked at how often that happens. Well, we play Boggle, you know, Dee Dee and I trying to help Caitlin learn how to spell and have some fun. And the first game I play, I scored 13. My daughter scored 13. Dee Dee scored 21. Next game, I scored. 13. My daughter scored 33. Dee Dee left the camp. The next game, I scored 33, and my daughter went into, you know, but it was weird. And then I was talking to John, and we were talking about all these things. I was like, how much property you got? He goes, 13 acres. <laughs> and then there was just all these other coincidences. It's been happening, like, all the time for, like, the last two weeks, man. Like, not even exaggerating. Played Boggle again two nights ago. First score, 13. Second score, 13. I'm like, I quit. That's it. I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. And I've noticed, Sean, every time I send you a message on WhatsApp, it's either at 13 after the hour or 33. 
Yeah, but you do that shit on purpose. You now he's just gonna ignore you. <laughs> no, not always. Not all. I, I promise you, not always. Not always. I tell the mm -hmm. truth most of the time. Sean's like, I know that you just have the message ready, and and right at the thirteenth minute, you're like, "Send." He does. He called me one day. He goes, "Sean, you know what time it is?" Three <laughs> thirteen. Like, shut up, dude. No, man, I didn't do it on purpose. Bullshit. Hey, Marco, hey, that stuff. Over you don't there, believe me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're uh, trying to divert attention. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. But if that's it, all real, they've moved the timeline up because I think everybody knows at some point we're going to war with China and Russia. But uh, I think they would be ahead of their schedule by a couple of years. Would you agree with that, JC, John, JD? What do you guys think? I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I think they're kind of behind their schedule by a good little bit. I think they got to wait for the dollar yeah. to weaken yeah, more. Yeah, because they were. They... Yeah, hey, I think they're definitely business? waiting. They've been for pushing the their whole Nostradamus thing for. <laughs> Some digital currency went online like today or this week. It was already challenging the dollar. China's got going on. Was? A CBDC. Who? China. I think it's China's China the digital yuan. I'm not I'm not exactly sure, but the CBDC, the rise of the CBDCs is coming. Of course, it's all going to be just yeah, bull crap to cover up the hyperinflating fiats. I, I think we're going back to gold and silver, boys. I think we're going uh, 19th century economy again. I think it's the only way we can fight back against the Chinese. Well, I'll tell you, the Chinese have way more gold and silver than America does right now. Mm -hmm. yep. it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a state secret over there, but I still think the, the majority of the, uh, the world's gold and silver is in uh, the hands of NATO allies. London, uh, New York, Canada. Uh, like I said, I, I think they're going to go back to 18th century. The economics. Vatican. I think the, the Vatican. Yeah, the, Vatican. the Vatican. Yeah. Say what? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Hell, the 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 Spanish treasure ships from for two hundred years, a biannual uh, fifty gallons. They had fifty gallons biannual trips between Cuba to Spain, and every ship was loaded with like the equivalent of I want to say like twenty thirty billion dollars today of gold, silver, you name it. I mean, every time they find one of those treasure wrecks, somebody somebody gets rich. And think about it, they had a hundred of these a year going between. Uh, Cuba, Spain, and into the Vatican. Easy to be the creditor of the world when you possess all the world's wealth. Well, I think they possess the illusion of wealth. I mean, just because you have some metal that, you know, some people deem as precious for whatever reason doesn't mean that it's actual wealth i believe that there's more wealth in having um you know a close family relationship there's more wealth in in uh shows like 
what JC and Sean does here on Wednesdays and, and what me and Christy and J and JD do on, and well, Sean and JC come on there too on Sundays, you know, there's more wealth in, in these type of experiences. Um, you know, because in my view, I mean, money, money's just an illusion anyway. I mean, it's a way to, to, to get, you know, to keep people slaves to wages. That's where they bought all the grain. Too. I would, yeah. I, I would agree with you, but uh, especially in concerning gold, uh, but uh, this, silver, silver is the number two commodity on earth. And that thing has stayed flatlined for 50 years. And if you look at every, every other commodity on earth, it's hyperinflating right now, copper, steel, uh, lumber, aluminum, but silver, Silver has 10,000 industrial applications, unlike gold. Uh, it is a monetary and industrial, uh, whereas copper is industrial, but it's not really monetary anymore. I mean, literally the entire world, silver is right behind petroleum, and I think number three is hemp. And uh, they're running out, and, and they're going to come to a, a, a come-to-God moment because silver is in your phone, it's in your laptop, it's in your EV car, it's in your solar panels, it's in your television. It, it's in it's in literally everything of medical equipment devices and they're running out of that shit man and i've, I've tried loading up in the past couple of months I, I think we're going eight 19th century economics here boys uh, bitcoin and you can't put no bitcoin in a tesla tesla don't run with bitcoin or dogecoin or dollars or anything like that there's a there's a physical element that we're that we're looking at as far as supply and demand and supply's not there but the demand is uh, and something's gonna happen uh, Something's got to give. I, I, I would suggest you guys look into getting some silver bullion, man. I'm telling you that that price has been manipulated since 1873, shortly after you know the Civil War with the the 14th Amendment, and uh, you know this stuff was all done just after that Civil War. But J.D., you've been, you've been paying attention to the inflation going on. Would you agree with me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a variety variety of things <clears throat> that uh, that are going on now with, the, with respect to the money, you know. Um, what is money, you know? What people are going to use as money. Who's in control of its issuance? Is it, is it limited in supply, whether it's digital or physical, um, you know? Are they able to control it, uh, manipulate the prices with paper, paper contracts? Um, they've been doing that definitely for sure with the eat with the silver, for, you know, for a long time. They've been suppressing the prices off of the metals, but um, yeah, there's gonna be all Perfectly, kinds of man. yeah, there's gonna be all there's all kinds of uh, disparities in the system because of the money printing i mean the m1 money supply went through the friggin' roof last year they basically they just hit the hit the launch button on uh, march of 2020 it went through the roof and they just recently stopped uh releasing the m1 you know data because they don't want people to see how much how much money is being printed something like 25 percent of all the dollars ever printed were printed last year you know, when I say printed, I mean digitally, not 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 paper. Created. I mean, they they created hey, did, trillions. JD, did you did did you ever look at that uh, that video I, I sent to you about the um, 
the guy that investigated into how the treasury was uh like you know floating um enough bonds and securities to support a national debt of uh upwards of 90 trillion and that was before they started all of this last year yeah i don't particularly remember the the link but yeah, I mean they've been they've been floating the system yeah, since 2008. You know that's really when it collapsed, and they just been pumping it full of air since. And I mean that's why stocks are doing so good. They just they're just printing a bunch of money. It's not because the stocks are actually worth that much. Right. No, it's because the dollar's just worth that less. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, before we end, I'd like to address uh, Glenn. And what he was talking about before we unmuted Marco here, because hey, Glenn, are you still there? Yes, I am. So you said that you, um, you know, you got summoned into court, and then they delayed it for like six months. Yeah, just over six months. Yeah. Yeah, you should go and watch the video that I put out. Uh, bad hair traffic court date. Um, but after six months, like uh, when anybody gets a license, um, you have something that's called service of summons, where the court can drag you back into court for six months without proving jurisdiction. As soon as that six months is up, you can require them to prove jurisdiction as a fact upon the record of the court. And that verbiage that you just told me is in that. I mean, I can listen to this call again, of course, but... It, yeah, Wouldn't I mean, that it's going, be... that particular thing I was talking about is going to be in the um, traffic court, as lo along with a lot of other stuff. I mean, I've, I probably right. did five or six different things that just completely stopped them. And, of course, they didn't stop because I guess they mm -hmm. wanted me to show them another trick or two. I don't know. Right, yeah, I did watch that. Um, I'm, it's been uh, about a, a month since I did see it. But I did watch it, and I'm certainly going to watch it again because I've got to do something about this. So, but, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely use that, you know, whatever they had against you before as kind of a practice run, <laughs> you know, because you're going to you have bet. to deal with it one day anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah, I comprehend that. Right on. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And that way you'll know in the future, like, hey, if they postpone it, like, go ahead and let them postpone it. But as soon as it gets to six months, I just require them to prove jurisdiction as a fact upon the record. Got it. Thank you. Yep, no problem. JC, how many people did uh, we end up with for this coming Sunday? Uh, I don't know. I was actually going to give you a call and talk with you about that tomorrow. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So just uh, let everybody know the deadline has passed and uh, the doors are closed. So we are scheduled for April 18th at 2 p.m. It will be this coming Sunday at 2 p.m. So everybody that has uh, made their donation for JC's seminar, uh, 
be uh, ready and waiting. Uh, I will start spamming the hell out of you. Come shortly. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, I'll be sending out um, all the information in a direct message on Telegram or whatever way that uh, I have to be able to get in contact with you. Sounds good, man. Uh, What's that, John? Sorry about that. There was a long pause and everybody started talking at the same time. Yeah. Hey, JD, you want to, you want to plug that Sunday show? You know, that, that more than jibber jabber show. You want to plug that? Aren't you part of that show? Oh yeah, more than jibber jabber on Sunday nights, <laughs> nine nine p.m. Eastern. Come on yeah. out. <laughs> about it. Well, where where would we find the link for that? Oh, where would we find the link to to that? Uh, we usually <clears throat> we usually post common that in the common law wise uh, words public. Common law wise words uh, public telegram telegram group. Yes, sir. Time. I don't know. Now, if we were in court, they would say that I was doing what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I got no idea. Coaching, right? Or um, you probably call me? it uh, leading, the leading the witness. Leading the witness. Putting words in my mouth. Yeah. Kind of telling you what to say by asking you a particular question. <laughs> yeah. Object. Object. <laughs> I object to the objection. <laughs> well, I object to that objection. <laughs> I did that the other day. <laughs> Yeah, there was some good back and forth there. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm well, glad everybody else thinks that it was as good as what I thought in my head because I was kind of worried about did did I think it was better than what it really was. So that's good to hear. Yeah, maybe at some point we can go over it with... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know if where if where you guys are gonna share that if you are, or you know, maybe maybe you go through well, with John well, oh, and, and they see or something and get some feedback because I'm sure I'm sure they would have some stuff to say. Simplification. Uh, by the maybe, way, Sean, I, mean, I did send that to you on WhatsApp. Yeah. No, what what I intend to do, JD, is uh, I intend to go through and like um, cut out some of the names, uh, or not yeah. some of the names, but the names of the particular individuals. Um, you know, bleep certain information. You know, uh, and uh, leave the rest of it. You know, 
and just put it out there that way as a and and be able to talk about certain aspects you know do clips or whatever and we'll talk about it on sunday or or whatever you know mm-hmm. awesome because there's Looking a couple good good points in there that that she did that you know uh you know that where she was you know actually operating law instead of just talking about it would you yep. agree jc uh i don't know i know i said jc well, <laughs> oh you on? haven't listened to it yet yeah no i i haven't heard that yet the, that audio oh okay Well, we'll we'll uh we'll conspire about that later. Well, I mean, I guess if uh, no one else really has anything, I'm gonna go ahead and sign off. Thanks everybody for coming out and joining in on the conversation, and we'll be back out here next week on mm. April 21st mm. of 2021. Mm. Mm. I hope to see everyone there. God bless everybody. Hey, JC, Sean, JD, thank you guys. We appreciate you all. Everybody have a good night. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.